But when you go like a month without celebrating Mass in public, it's a little different. And my mind is already like a little confused with things, but it's all good. I would celebrate private Mass just myself in a little tiny little oratory in, in Latin. It's good. Um, but this is different, so I apologize if I make any mistakes. We'll get there. But uh, a lot to ponder as we continue in this beautiful season of Advent. The second candle is lit into the darkness. The light begins to get brighter and brighter. And here we even have our beautiful first Christmas angel tree, the first Christmas in heaven. Reminding us, it's kind of a beautiful centerpiece for us, especially here. Just that reminder, our Lord came for a reason. Like we have great hope in Christmas that our greatest loss finds its limit at Christmas. Our Lord came to remove even the sting of death. Those who've gone before us, they're not gone. And we celebrate in, in, in great hope what God has done for us and especially for them who've received the fullness of grace. We pray, we lift up our, our, our hearts in hope that they are celebrating with Him in heaven this Christmas. It's beautiful, the liturgy presents to us in Advent the closeness of our Blessed Mother. Of all the ways and all the people who understand how do you prepare for someone's birth, dads have no clue and, and moms are learning. And the church gives us that mother figure, that beautiful image of our blessed mother to walk with us in the season of Advent. If you notice, okay, so like just last Friday, what feast was last Friday? Immaculate Conception, you are all supposed to come to Mass. It's a holy day of obligation. We want you here to have that closeness of our Blessed Mother. That's why we actually read the first reading last Friday, the first option, rather, of the Gospel was the Annunciation. Y'all just read that on Friday. I wasn't going to read it again today. Um, but here again, we have Our Lady of Guadalupe on the 12th. And throughout these weeks, we keep here, we'll, we'll be hearing a little bit more and more about the stories of, yes, the birth of Jesus, but you'll keep having, having our Blessed Mother as a centerpiece. She walks with us as a mother preparing for the birth of her son, she accompanies us. And the church presents Mary to us both as an example or model to follow and also a mother and support. So she's a nice example. When you're looking for role models, you look at great biographies and great historical figures, like what a great role model to live by. But she's not just a past figure. We can learn from her example and the way she gave her yes to the angel, her fiat, be it done unto me, according to her fiat wasn't her Mazda, by the way. It's a, a, her attitude. She gave thanks. She, she received and, and, and respectfully said, be it done to me according to your word. Fiat Miki. And then you think it's going to be all great because here comes the Son of God. Won't this be amazing? And she finds herself in a nowhere stable in Bethlehem and she takes it. She receives it. She endures it with patience, with faith, with hope trying to make do with what she had and no bed so here's a feeding trough and put some I don't know we bought some brought some blankets with us but some swaddling clothes and then from Bethlehem you think you're settled for a while and suddenly you're in Egypt didn't plan on that one how much you know how many how many suitcases did you think she think she brought to Bethlehem and now she's in Egypt for we don't know how long do you speak Egyptian as a poor family in Nazareth or do you have to learn Egyptian you got to find, hopefully there's some small Jewish community in Egypt, but whatever, you make do. Joseph's got to find a new clientele. And then you're there, you're trying to get settled. Oh, nope, you're moving back to, not Bethlehem, you're going back to Nazareth. And people haven't seen you in a while, and they don't know who you are. And then you got 30-something years of just normal, ordinary life for the mother of the Son of God. No royalty visiting you anymore. That happened once in Bethlehem with the three kings. 
But then nothing to the wedding at Cana. Pretty boring. Pretty uneventful. How many opportunities do you think the Blessed Mother had for her faith to be challenged? Wait, was it real? Is this real? Which is more real, that he's the son of God or he's the one whose diaper I'm cleaning again? Like, one's real and one's just a nice idea, but I haven't seen anything to, to confirm it for a while. Anyway, so she's an example of that pilgrimage in faith. But she's also a mother. And at the foot of the cross, our Lord sent her, but behold, your son. And he gave her to the church. And it's beautiful. It's not just, again, for us a nice idea. Rather, throughout history, she's confirmed that maternal role. That closeness that the church has always felt to our Blessed Mother. And you have Our Lady of Lourdes, Our Lady of Fatima, and in 15, the 1500s, Our Lady of Guadalupe. little footnote is this was in the middle of the Protestant revolt, the Protestant revolution all over Europe. And as Europe is you losing so many people devoted to the Catholic Church, they're all questioning their faith, losing their faith. Here comes Mexico on the rise with hundreds of thousands of converted natives to the Catholic faith. Like Our Lady was involved in that evangelization of the peoples. They actually say that the natives were so stubbornly opposed to the conquistadors because of the tragedies that happened. And yet when, I, when Guadalupe happened, suddenly the doors were open. Like this woman, this Aztec-looking mother of God, opened their, their hearts. So she's there for us, and we, we pray to her. And I encourage you, take up the rosary again, especially during the season of Advent. Grab it, hold on to it, pray it. Like you've noticed last Friday, the reading gave us the first half. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. That's the angel Gabriel. And today we have the second half. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. We just hold close to these moments of our history of our salvation. We hold close to our Blessed Mother. We remember them, we remember her example, and we ask her intercession for us and her support for us as our mother. Amen? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.